Wednesday morning, 6 o'clock New Zealand time, the biggest game of football the All Whites have played in over four years. They meet Costa Rica in a one-off intercontinental playoff. The winner goes to the World Cup in Qatar in November. Costa Rica got to the intercontinental playoff by virtue of finishing fourth in CONCACAF. That included a couple of good wins over two of the sides who qualified directly for the World Cup. Tico's looking for an insurance goal here. Stefan spilled into the area. He does make an important block, but still some defending to do for the Americans. Back post! And the Tico's have a second. Sloppy at the back for the U.S. And on a second set-piece opportunity, Anthony Contreras doubles the lead for the Ticos. Costa Rica is starting the dream. The Ticos, that's what they call Costa Rica. A 2-0 win there over the United States. They finished fourth. And so into the game against New Zealand they go. Let's find out how they're feeling about this game in Costa Rica. We bring in Costa Rican football journalist and broadcaster Estefan Monga. Estefan, good afternoon. Great to have you on the show. How has the Costa Rican build-up to this game been? Hello, Jason. It's a great pleasure uh, to greet you. Of course, we are very excited and nervous just a few days before the game. I'm here to serve you and talk about the Costa Rican national teams. Uh, correct. The preparation began last May 15. Um, the local championships was stopped in order to give space to the national team. Um, the presidents of the 12 clubs that make up the league agreed that Costa Rica should have uh, this space because of the magnitude of the match against New Zealand. Um, the coach Luis Fernando Suarez found that thanks to the training sessions, he was able to better manage the group. Um, the national team had two preparations games. Uh, they lost against Panama last week, um, beat Martinique this Sunday. Uh, I think it has been a good preparation, plus they troubled it with a week's time to adapt to Qatar. Well, when you look back on CONCACAF World Cup qualifying, Costa Rica started terribly. Uh, halfway through, it didn't even look as though you were going to be anywhere near the, the top three or the intercontinental playoff. But of your last seven games, six wins and a draw. So what was behind the turnaround? What were behind the reasons behind the great results in the second half of CONCACAF qualifying? Yeah, Costa Rica finishes the qualifying road demonstrating that when the ego and pride of the team uh, is toast, extraordinary things can happen. Uh, the first matches were uh, prideful here in our country. We thought that we will not even make it to, it to, the, to the playoffs. Those games will be forgotten. Um, but it wasn't the coach's fault because he was just getting to know the players. As we started winning games, uh, the Federation launched a campaign that uh, we, as the media trained, it was called Until the Last Minute. Many activities were carried out. The fans uh, were motivated and the team felt the support. It was motivating for them. It was an extra ingredient added to the fact uh, that the coach knew how to find the weaknesses of other teams such as Panama, El Salvador, Mexico, Canada, and the United States. Uh, we went from being five points behind Panama to being the team that qualified to the playoff. Mm, indeed, indeed. So, Estefan, tell us about your team. Who are the most important players in the Costa Rican side? Okay, without the top, uh, Keylor Navas is our main figure uh, the best player in the CONCACAF. 
He's a goalkeeper who is uh, 35 years old, uh, plays with Paris Saint-Germain, uh, won three championship leagues titles with Real Madrid. Uh, his experience uh, will be decisive. Uh, he have uh, won 106 games with Costa Rica and played in two World Cups. But I can also tell you about, uh, for example, Brian Reese. Uh, he's our captain. I created my fighter. He's uh, 36 years old. Um, has played for the national team in a lot of games. Um, in this league, in this squad, also uh, stand out men like Joel Campbell, uh, Celso Borges, Francisco Calvo. Um, we have young players who are growing with the national teams. For example, uh, Brandon Aguilera. Anthony Contreras, Jewison Bennett, Carlos Martinez, and Carlos Mora. So, Jason, uh, it is a mix between experience and um, youth people. All right. So, what about the way that Costa Rica play the game? What can you tell us about the style of play that they use and, and the tactics that they employ? In the last match of the national teams, uh, we have seen that the coach, Luis Fernando Suarez, likes to play his teams with a line of five defenders without with four, four men in the mile field and plays with only one striker. It is a team that knows how to play very well on the sides of the field. Uh, there are fast men who try to cross the pole to the striker who is present um, in other circumstances, Suarez called played a line of four uh, defenders um, with another four men in, in the mile field and only one striker. The question that we have in this moment is, for example, who will be the striker in this game against New Zealand? It will be Joel Campbell or will be Anthony Contreras. How do Costa Rican football fans feel about this game? Are they looking at New Zealand as just a a bit of a footballing minnow? Do you know? Do you do you sense from you know your countrymen Estefan that that you all think this game is going to be an easy easy victory and you'll be off to the World Cup? <laughs> to be very honest uh, with with all of you, uh, Jason, there is a little reference we have about the New Zealand national teams uh, for several reasons. Uh, since 2019, they did not have a match with public and um, the time difference. Uh, of course, we know that quality, what qualities that Chris Wood has, as well uh, as other players, for example, uh, Bill Tulima, who plays with the Portland Timbers in the United States, um, is a teammate of, of Marvin Loria. Um, also, we know about Michael Boxall and and Matthew Garrett, but we have a little reference of New Zealand. And give us a bit of an idea of how passionate the Costa Rican footballing public are. I know it's a football mad country, but uh, on on Tuesday night, your time will the will the entire country be stopping to watch this game? I think that all the country we are uh, we have a lot of expectative for this game. We know that will be a hard game against New Zealand. We have illusion, the atmosphere of its optimism in Costa Rica. I feel that there is enthusiasm among the fans. Most of them are confident that the Costa Rican team will get the, the result. But there are others who don't believe they can beat New Zealand. If you ask me, Jason, 
I can tell you that I have faith in my team, but I am not confident because in a match like this, unexpected things can happen. I don't believe that Costa Rica will beat them easily. They wanted to put us in a favor, but I do it will be like that. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> it's been great to chat with you, Estefan. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us and to give our New Zealand listeners uh, some insight about your team and, and the football fans in Costa Rica. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, enjoy the game and um, I guess may the best team win. <laughs> it has been a, a pleasure to talk with you, Jason. Thank you for the invitation. Um, I, w- I wish you uh, good luck and may the best thing and win this coming Tuesday.